Welcome to the Tony James Podcast. I'm Tony James, non-elite runner, run leader and broadcaster, bringing you interviews, inspiration and information on running, training and all the equipment you need. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search Tony James Running. All that said, let's get into the show. The Tony James Podcast. Well, hello there. Welcome along. It's been a while, but we're back and we're going live on YouTube, Facebook, um, Instagram, and Twitter. We're going to be everywhere. We're doing it everywhere tonight. So just bear with me. What I need to do is try and get Instagram sorted because the even though Facebook own Instagram, you can use Facebook with StreamYard, but you can't use Instagram with StreamYard. Hi, Insta. There we go. We're, we're live on Instagram as well. Hi, Ray. Thanks for joining us. So glad you're here tonight, mate. Uh, I do appreciate the support. So you can join me tonight. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and looking at the other camera, Instagram. So good evening to you guys. Welcome along. Uh, we'll just let another few people turn up and then uh, we'll do our coffee. Have you got your coffee? I've got my coffee. And you can see it's got real coffee in it. It's not a fake prop. So, yeah, um, what, the, what I was thinking of doing tonight would be, oh, hello to Mary. Uh, joining on uh, joining us on Instagram. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Ray is in California. Thank you very much indeed, mate. Uh, what's the weather like in California? Have you still got a drought? Now we're moving into uh, autumn, winter over there. Is it uh, still as bad as it has been? Um, it's been bloody cold here in the UK over the last couple of days, but it's warmed up a bit today. So uh, that's the good news. Right. So as I say, a little bit of a coffee chat, catch up. 20 minutes, half an hour, something like that. Let you know what I've been up to. Let you know what's coming up in the future. Um, goals, talking about what my goals are, what we should be doing about goal setting for the next 12 months. Uh, and then just generally see how we go along. Oh, right. So it's pretty much over the drought in California. That's good news. Um, long, it's a long story short. I think it's about three, four years ago, went to Vegas, drove over to Los Angeles for the day. Uh, in the middle of your drought, went down to Santa Monica Pier, uh, down to the Baywatch Beach down there, and was sat in the car watching a lovely thunderstorm and it absolutely sheeting it down. So, yeah, the, the only time I've been to California in the drought, it was uh, really wet. Strange thing. Right. So before we go any further, before we talk about all those bits, um, something that's sprung up to me over the last couple of times I've been out, uh, I've only been out once this week, and I'll talk about that in a moment. But when I've been going out and I've been doing the late, sorry, the early evening runs, when it's started to go dark, uh, please, I know it's not you, because you you guys, you're seasoned runners, you know what you're doing, you know what it's all about. But please, about 30 miles east of Los Angeles. Right, so please, guys, pass this on to any other runners you know. But if people are going out running in the early evening when it's dark, or if they're going out in the morning when it's, not very clear please think about visibility i was running last week it was only about five o'clock so it had gone dark and i nearly ran into somebody because he was wearing all these trendy nike black running gear that's all he had on black jacket black shorts black hat uh, black shoes i think it was as well you couldn't see him i couldn't see him and i was running and i was looking so please think about it think about your own safety 
and get something on. Get yourselves illuminated during these dark nights, these winter months. It doesn't cost the earth to do. I've got a couple of items that I use, which I'll bend down here and show you. Think about getting illuminated. Think about getting a light. Head torches, you can get them for as little as $2.99 in home bargains. I do, Lee. You're all right, mate. Thanks for joining us. So, yeah, think about your safety and think about being visible. Now, these chest torches, they're like 10, 15 pounds, about the same in dollars in America on Amazon. They are brilliant. And this was not charged up very much, so it's not that bright. But it's nice light, which you can have on full, you can have it, or you can have it flashing. Really bright LEDs. As I say, this one's not charged up, so it's a little bit dimmer than it should be. But having that, it just makes you so much more visible. And the thing about this as well, with it being a chest strap, I'll just turn it back on again, is on the back. As you can see, it needs charging because it's only got one light flashing. You've got those LEDs on the back as well, so you can be seen from the back. Absolute bargain that does increase your visibility on these dark nights. And as I say, for 10, 15 pounds, same in dollars, it is very much worth your investment just to keep yourself keep yourself safe. If you haven't got one of these, obviously the fluorescent jacket, the bright jacket, it's not a dark jacket with a little bit of, I've got a London Marathon jacket. It's black. I love it to bits. It's really comfy. It's really nice to wear, but it's only got a few. Hi, Chris. Thanks for joining us tonight. But it's only got a couple of, of reflective spots on it. So it's not that reflective unless you've got a car behind you. It's not really reflective to other runners. So please think about something really bright like this. Absolute steel from Decathlon. And I know our American viewers won't be able to find the Decathlon. They're not in North America. They're everywhere else in the world, but not North America. £7.99 for a long-sleeved, high-vis, Kalanji, uh, long-sleeved money vest. It's got a few bits on the back for, that are a bit reflective, but it's just bright. People can see you. Even other runners can see you. It's imperative that other people see you or you could end up in an accident. And we all know what happens when we have accidents, which I will mention again. Yeah, that needs washing, which I'll mention again in, in a short while. So please think about what you're wearing. Please make yourself visible. Please make yourself seen, not just to the cars, to the other pedestrians as well, to the dog walkers. Just be visible. Also, try and keep to well-lit routes if you're running in the dark. Plan your route before you go out. Know where you're going. Go to nice, bright places. It's probably uh, the best thing to do. And um, Chris wears his Christmas tree lights. I've just... Hold on. <laughs> I forgot. I've not done this for a while, so please bear with me while I uh, get this thing up and working again. So, Chris, where's his Christmas tree lights? Brilliant. <laughs> I can just imagine a string of lights around you. Some of the LED ones with batteries... A thousand LEDs around you, brilliant. So uh, yeah, think about that visibility. Whatever works for you, do it. Also for the ladies, and I'm going to reiterate this: if you are running at night when it's dark, please go out with somebody, run together, run a few, go out as a group, go out as a couple, but always let somebody know where you're going, how long you expect to be, and, and just keep in touch. Make sure your phone's with you and what have you. If you've got Strava, if you've got the paid version of Strava. The Strava beacon is fantastic. I use it all the time. So when I'm actually doing my marathons and what have you, the wife can track me on that. 
because it proves its money's worth when the Manchester Marathon app didn't work so nobody could get tracked at all. But my family could track me on the Strava Beacon. That is worth the £47 in itself. People can track you, they can see where you are. And if it suddenly goes off, it shows the last point you were at as well. So uh, if you haven't got the paid version of Strava, I would consider it at some point in the future, even if it is just for that um, that tracking feature so people can see where you are and what, what, what you've been up to. So what's um, Lisa there? Um, could have done with the exploring some new routes around a bit further than expected. Sun had gone down before I got home. Yes, that happened to me. Today, I went out for a run. It was the first run I went, I've been out for in about a week. Uh, I'll tell you about all that when I get to my roundup. But I went out, um, it was probably about quarter to four. I was expecting it to go dark about five o'clock, but with it being a grey, dull day here in the north of England again, it went darker a lot quicker. So uh, luckily I was wearing the high-vis, but I could have done with the torch, which I failed to take with me because I'm forgetful in that way. So what's what's Ray using in California? Uh, yellow vest uh, from when he was a security guard. So it's not a running top. It's just a, a, another old well, well, coffee. But yeah, as I say, it's just something that came to mind the other night, last week when I was running. Please make sure you're visible. So, right. That said, uh, if anyone's got any questions tonight, please put them in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so once again, hello to everybody on YouTube. Facebook live, uh, Instagram up on that camera up there. And if anybody's using Twitter these days, you can, you can watch us on Twitter as well. So uh, good evening to you. Thank you very much indeed for joining in. So what have I been up to over the last few weeks? I'll tell you one thing I haven't been doing is making enough YouTube videos. It's gone chaos in this household. Uh, you might hear someone screaming and shouting and banging around in a, in a while, uh, but uh, the son-in-law, the son-in-law, Sorry, not a son-in-law. The stepson and the daughter-in-law have moved in with their three children. It's gone chaotic. Um, so we've got two dogs in the house. We've got five cats, three kids, four. Ah, oh, man, it's taken up a lot of time to running the household. Plus, with coming up to Christmas, my day job has gone ballistic. It's gone from delivering about 90 parcels a day to delivering 180 parcels a day in and it's just in the forecast for tomorrow which is the first day after black friday when everything starts coming through after the two three day delivery dates oh it's got to be absolutely mental so work uh, work has gone mad home life's gone mad the wife's job um she's an author so she's been getting some christmas boxes together so we've been packing those and shipping them off so it's just i've been coming home I've been tired, then I've got to help the wife, and I'm tired, and I've just not got out and done much running, so that's why I've not run in six days. But today, all the stars aligned, and I managed to get out and get a four and a half miler done. If you want to see any of the details of my running, it's all on Strava, strava.com forward slash athletes forward slash Tony James. Just go and click follow on there. Everything's there in the raw. We don't alter anything. Everything's there for you to go and see what I've been doing. So as I say, that's the first run today. Uh, I've been out in six days. Uh, my son asked me, do you lose any fitness after running, not running for six days? Well, I still managed to do the four miles at uh, less than eight minute pace, eight minute mile pace. So uh, I think we're I think we're coasting along quite nicely. Before that, it was out last week. I think it was out two or three times where it was just four or five miles at a time. Just when you get that moment, go out and, and drag something. Uh, but the last proper race I did was the Alton Towers half marathon, which was what? 
ages ago now, it feels like. I was about three weeks ago. Um, that was a great... If you haven't seen the video, go and watch it. I'll link to it in the comments below. I, I did a race vlog around the, running around the rides and what have you. It was the worst race I've ever done and one of the most enjoyable races I've ever done, if, if you can see what I mean. It, it was a technically hard course. There was about 950 feet of elevation. So what's that, about four, 500 metres of elevation gain over, over the 13.1 uh, miles. And... Perhaps you can explain this to me. You go out and you do a race and it feels like you're running uphill all the time, but it's a loop. So you come back to the start, but you feel like you've been running uphill all the way and never notice coming down any of it. Is it an illusion? How's it, how's it do it? You just feel like you're going uphill all the time. Now I did it in one hour, 44 minutes, which considering the shape I was in, I haven't done much training for it. And the hilly nature and of the course, I'm pleased with the time. But it was like 90 degree turns. You do a 90 degree turn and then you'd be up a hill and then it'd be another 90 degree turn over a bridge, 90 degree turn. And then there were bits where you're coming downhill, but you're coming downhill on a wet floor covered in wet leaves. So, as you know, I broke my shoulder at the beginning of this year and I was just constantly thinking, don't fall over, don't fall over, stay on your feet. So I was really holding back and that's what made it a horrendous race but also it was enjoyable for what it was and what it was about so yeah that was the last race i did and then before that it was just a bit of um ticking over is what i call it ticking over races so we've got a few questions um first one from chris asking when the next race is well my next scheduled race that i've actually purchased and got i'm in i know when it's going to be is the manchester marathon in april that's the only thing I've got booked in at the early, in the early part of the year because I'm in a bit of a quandary. As you know, I'm constantly chasing this Boston qualifying time. And did you notice they let everybody in this year? Strange. Right. I'm chasing this Boston qualifying time for which my age, 54, is roughly three hours, 20 minutes. Okay. So that's the time I'm chasing. If Manchester Marathon had been a bit flatter, I might have been a bit closer to it. So my current personal best is 3.42. So what's uh, 18 minutes to knock off, which is totally doable. So I don't know whether to just spend the first three months of the year just head down, work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard to try and get that Boston qualifying time or whether to drop in and do a few other races in between. Uh, there's the Central Lancashire Half Marathon on the 3rd of January, which is a nice run out in the country. Um I don't know whether to do that. You know, I'm at a total quandary of what to do at that first part of the year. But the first book race, Chris, is, as I say, the Manchester Marathon. Then we've got the London Marathon in October. And two weeks after that, we've got the Amsterdam Marathon in October. So that's oh, and we've got the Great North Run, obviously, in September. So uh, that's what we've got lined up race wise so far. But we probably will be dropping in some 10Ks and some half marathons during that period. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how we go. Right. Uh, have there been any other questions? Right. Um, Andy's joined us tonight. Good evening, Andy. Thank you very much indeed. Andy is now a London Marathon veteran. Well done on completing that. Oh, and well done to Chris on completing the London Marathon as well. I know you had your issues with it, but well done in completing it. Uh, yeah. Happy St. Andrew's Day today. So if we've got anybody Scottish with us. Thank you very much indeed. Right. Uh, what else has been people saying? 
Yeah, Ray's watched the video on Alton Towers. Um, yeah, it was very slippy. And I said it in the video and I'll say it again. And this was, was really solidified me to slow down and take it easy. Uh, there was one part where you come through the car park, you turn left onto a, a service road, and then they had a hairpin turn on the, in the middle of the road, you know, just turn and come back down. As we got to that, it was slippy. I was slowing down considerably. But the woman in front of me, she just, whew, her legs went, and she just went flying and skidding along the road. Luckily, because I went over and helped her, luckily the only thing damaged was her pride from the fall. She was very lucky in that respect. Nothing broken, nothing cuts, no nothing like that so it was just damaged there's a cat coming in it'll, it'll come in and then it'll go out again we'll see if we can catch it for it but yeah when she went flying and skidding um that really solidified it we are not going to do any more going for it we'll just take it easy now if you slip at work you fill the accident book because it's an accident at work so if somebody slips on and falls on a race are the marshals supposed to then make a note of that incident and put it in the race vlog, put it in the accident book for the race. I don't know. I, 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 I think it should just in case there is anything uh, later on. Because you, you know, when the adrenaline's pumping, you don't notice these things. I know when I broke my shoulder, I was thinking, Oh no, it's not broken. I can still do, I can still do this lifting up with this hand, but no, it, it was broken. So uh, yeah, I wonder if that's something that should be going to an accident book into the race vlog race log. Uh, for the race director well, we'll, we'll, something we'll take forward and we'll ask a race um, director uh, okay what we got that's what the scientists have called the Dartmoor effect I'm trying to think which point you point you are for the league but thank you very much indeed uh, what else yes Ray the, the UK has a lot of beautiful scenery as does America but you, it's, America's a lot bigger so we're a lot more it's easy for us to visit this place um i'm about half an hour away from somewhere called the lake district which is probably some of the most beautiful scenery in the country um we will be getting up there and doing some uh, trail running during this coming year during 2020 uh, 22 so uh, look out for that that's really good uh yep Go for the big goal. Yeah, Boston qualified time is a big goal. Well, everything else is the training. Uh, sorry, I've just got a few a few comments before we move on. Ray says, just signed up for my first marathon in Los Angeles on March the 20th. Fantastic. Um, I think from those of us on here at the moment who are marathon runners, um, I think the one thing we can say to you, Ray, is don't underestimate how difficult the marathon is going to be. 26.2 is an, it's a long way. Um, it's, and you'll hear it time and time again, the adage that the first half of the marathon is 20 miles. And then the second half of the marathon is the 10 K at the end. It truly is going up to about 20 miles feels great. And then you just, it's so hard. Don't underestimate it. Do your training, work hard, Believe in the plan you are following and enjoy it, okay? Enjoy the experience. Enjoy the build-up. I presume Los Angeles is a big, it's going to be a, uh, one of those big, big city marathons. So there'll be lots going on. There'll be a great atmosphere beforehand. There'll be lots of people on the street. Just go out, really enjoy it. But don't underestimate the, di the distance, okay? <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, throat's drying up and talking too much already. 
Right, Kim's joined us from Denmark. Hello, Kim. Uh, no doubt Denmark has got some snow this evening. Um, the Flying Scotsman has joined us tonight. Good evening, Mark. Thank you very much indeed for joining in. Really do appreciate you being there. Appreciate the support. Thank you very much. Oh, what shoes to use for a marathon? There's a good question. That question has got a thousand and one answers. Do not. And I've seen people do this. And if you watch the London Marathon and Courage from the BBC uh, this, this last time, there's a, there's a video on there of a guy. He's at the start line and he's relacing his shoes. He obviously bought them the day before, probably at the expo, thought these look nice. I'm going to wear these. And he's relacing them. Don't, don't. Only use the shoes on your marathon that you've been training in. The ones you know, the ones that feel like a, a great pair of slippers. The ones you know that aren't going to cause you any issues. So, um, yeah, that's the what. That's the first tip. Nothing new on marathon day. Best shoes for a marathon. Obviously, going to be carbon plated these days. Everybody's got their own preference. Everybody's got their own ideas what what suits them best. I'm going to mention Chris, that running guy here. He likes Nikes, and he loves running in the Nikes. But Asics give him problems. So it's it's like that. You find the shoe. And the shoe brand that works best for you. I love wearing my Adidas Adios Pros, but I also like wearing the next percent, the next percents, night next percents. So you've got to find what works for you. Um, I know the uh, New Balance Elite too. A lot of people are loving that shoe these days. So <clears throat> you've just got to experiment and find what works best for you. Um, as I say, most people are going for a carbon plated shoe these days. You don't need to. You don't need to. But what I've noticed with the carbon plated shoes when I've been wearing them, it's the recovery after where they work a lot better for me. Your legs don't feel as mashed up the next day and the next few days. The doms don't seem to be as bad because it's been easier on the legs. At the end of the day, if you get. Let's just say you get the next percent and you put the Adios Pro next to it, you put them both on the ground and you tell them to run. They're not going anywhere. So it's not the shoe. It's you. You're the mechanical bit. You put your foot in the shoe. You're the one doing the hard work. So it really, I'm going to say it doesn't matter what shoe it is. It's all down to you. But some of the shoes do help you better. The energy recovery, the spring forward from the carbon plates, it, it does help. To me, as I say, it seems to help more on the recovery side. But other people, it seems to help them on the speed side. So experiment, take your time, find the right shoe for you. Uh, the Dartmoor effect is regard to the hills. Thank you for clarifying that. Really. Um, I've heard a lot of people using this, the Hal Higdon training plan. I've not actually had a look at this at all. Um, the generic plans for me are now out the window since getting my coaching qualifications. I now can sit down and actually make out my own plan, which is what I'm going to be doing over the next couple of weeks. So I can hit the 1st of January and actually start running this year and not fall over and break another part of the anatomy. So I'm going to sit down and start writing my own plan for my training because I know where my weaknesses are. So I'm going to write the plan to try and attack those weaknesses and, and move forward. There's nothing wrong with a generic plan. If you haven't got a specific goal in mind, but if you're wanting to work to your strengths and your weaknesses, you need to sit down with a coach and actually work out a plan that's, that's specific for you. Uh, Lee says he did his first fist in October. I think he might have been first race. <laughs> I love spelling mistakes. The way the the way these things get re re um, 
uh, redone. Right, Susie's joined us tonight. Hello, Susie. Not seen you for a while. Thank you very much indeed for popping along. I really do appreciate it. Um, Ray's just says, shoe of choice is a Socony Endorphin Speed. Not a bad shoe at all. Enjoy it. Sketches. Yeah. I'm going to ask the English guys. Has anybody come across anywhere where you can buy these Skechers racing shoes in the UK? Because every time I look on the Skechers website, it's out of stock. Not, I can't find any. The top-end racing shoes from Skechers, I can't find any in the UK. You must have to get them imported from America, which isn't as easy as it used to be. So if anybody can tell me where we can get hold of a decent pair of Skechers, the top-end racing Skechers in the UK, uh, let me know. Uh, oh yes we've got to mention this she's come in and she's name dropped straight away well done Susie on completing the New York Marathon fantastic well done um, great achievement and she did it in the Boston's Nines which if you could get hold of are still a good shoe uh, I'd like to try some Boston's they look comfy I'm not going to open up the Boston 10 debate on this one. Some people love them, like me. Other people hate them because it's not a traditional Boston. No, it isn't. The Boston's before, forget them. They've gone. They've gone. It's a completely new shoe, right? That's the thing to remember. It's a completely new shoe. I really do love the Boston 10s. I've done just under 200 miles in mind. So I will be doing a uh, catch-up video on that very soon. So keep an eye out for that. Um, so thank you for all these comments. I, I really do appreciate you being on here and, and taking the time to talk to us. Susie hasn't done a live stream in a while. It seems to be a general thing about running YouTubers. If you notice, the, the, everyone seems to have quietened down. I think it's just after the main race season, everyone's <laughs> tired and, and just a bit run down. So... That's probably why not many people have been about, but um, thank you. Uh, DB has said, sports directors, some sketches in stock. I shall go and have a look at Mike Ashley's site and see if he's got any of the decent ones or whether they're just uh, normal sketches with some nice memory foam that us old people like wearing. Because I do like sketches as um, as um, everyday shoes. Now, over here, what, about 40, 50 pounds for a pair of sketches? The last pair I bought, I bought in an outlet in Orlando for $18 and they lasted ages. They were brilliant. Need to get over that. Oh, they're chatting amongst themselves now. Susie's saying the um, the Bostons are super comfortable shoes. Uh... Yeah. Susie's just commented what I said earlier on. They should have kept the Boston line and come up with a, a different name altogether for the new shoe. Yep. I can agree with that, but I understand why they've just done the updated version and gone on. The Boston 10 is now your, tra is your training shoe for your Adios Pro and your Primes. And we're, uh, it's like the next percent tempo is a training shoe for the Alpha Fly, that type of thing. Uh, you got a race coming up on Sunday, Susie? Is that what you're saying? Or have you got a new pair of shoes coming on Sunday, on Saturday? Yeah. Right. Please let us know where you're running if you are indeed doing that. Uh, what's this from DB? The race shoes are a bit dearer. Was tempted by the Razor XS. As I say, I shall go on there and I shall find out what's occurring and let you all know um, if I come across a decent pair of 
these sketches top end shoes right so what i'm trying to say with the catch-up um part of it is work's got in the way life's got in the way and i've not been doing that much running but i think we're just going to get through october get through december now ticking over and then once we get to january it's bang we're going to go for it all guns blazing get the training plan down start working hard on the training plan and also from the 1st of January, <clears throat> that's when the coaching business is going to start. We're working on the website at the moment. We're getting the packages together that we'll be offering. Uh, I'm working with a couple of guys who I qualified with um, a couple of months ago. And we're kind of bounding around ideas of what we can provide that's different or an alternative take on, on what's out there to try and encourage people to run and then try and get them to be a better runner, not just looking at can they get faster, but also looking at running technique, being more efficient in the running and that type of thing. So watch out for all that. That will be coming up uh, in the new year. We'll be doing videos around the coaching as well as my training and runs and shoes. If we ever get around to buying any more shoes, because the boss has said you don't need 17 pairs of running shoes. I disagree. Every shoe has a purpose. Uh, luckily she's not watching um, but uh, yeah we will be looking at shoes so yes th thank you for coming from that Susie's got a live stream coming up on the, on Saturday if you get the chance if you're not doing anything else please nip onto YouTube go and watch Susie's live stream uh, it's, it's well worth it thank you Lee Appreciate the uh, the support. So yeah, going forward, first of January, that's when it's all going to explode. We're just ticking over at the moment. How's things going for you? Please let me know in whichever side the comments are. Hello, Insta. Looking at the other camera for Instagram. Um, thank you to everyone who's joined us on there as well tonight. So yeah, let me know how your running's been going, how you've been doing, uh, and and just yeah we can all share in our we can all share our success together here uh, over the next 10 minutes or so so thank you very much indeed uh we've got uh, susie's perspective on the running shoe debate on how many shoes you need i disagree to a runner needs running shoes and different shoes for different runs if you're going for a really fast 5k it's totally different to doing 26.2 miles so the shoe you wear is totally different if you're going for a 10k that's a different type of shoe as well. If you're going out and it's a bit slippy, you want something with a bit more grip, which is, yeah, that, that reminds me. That reminds me, yeah. The one thing about Alton Towers that I never said in the video, I'm around up for it, but think about it. This is probably important. I chose the wrong type of footwear. That's, that's what it, a lot of it comes down to. You know, they say there's not bad weather. There's just the, the wrong clothing. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, that's the same with the shoes. When I went to run Alton Towers, I put on the Adios Pros, which are probably my favourite carbon-plated shoe. I know I can go fast in them and what have you. But the outsole on the Adios Pro is its like a Formula One tyre. It's sticky, but it's very smooth. What I should have worn was something with a few more lugs on, something with a bit more grip. Um, thinking back about it, the next percent would probably have been a better choice. But I might have even gone. 
might have even gone for the uh, Pegasus Turbo 2s. I've not worn them for a while, but they're a great shoe. I know they're not carbon plated, but they're, yeah, possibly were, would have worn them looking back. Anyway, that's just something that came into my mind the other day. Um, Ray's got 30 pairs of running shoes. You can get you can get help with that, Ray. You can get help with that. No problems at all. Uh, and Lee says he skimmed down his collection down to about nine pairs, but Christmas is coming. Oh, yeah. We've got Christmas around the corner. We've just had Black Friday. Thank you, America, for sending over Black Friday. We really appreciate it. <coughs> and Cyber Monday and whatever else is going to come. Happy Thanksgiving for last week, by the way. Um, it was five years ago today. I was in New York. <sighs> I want to go back. Anyway, what was I going to say? Black, Black Friday. Did anybody pick up any bargains on Black Friday? Did anything running related? Did anybody pick up anything? Great. I've been looking at the Garmin Fenix 6 because it's down to £389. I've got a 235, which is does everything I want, but the Fenix 6 Pro has got the maps on it. I'm tempted. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Because it's a big investment, £389. So uh, convince me. Should I buy the Fenix 6 while it's on offer? Right. Uh, also, let me know whatever other bargains you've managed to pick up. Uh, trying to get in some consistent mileage and speed sessions in since Chester and Manchester Marathons in October. Concentrating on 10K for the first part of next year. Probably a great idea. You've got your goal. You, you've set your mind. This is what we're going to do. Uh, and... Get your head down and work to it, and then you can build on that. Uh, Susie's four pairs of shoes right now, but Christmas. Why do people keep saying Christmas is coming? I keep, I keep, the family say, can you put a list out of what you want? And I put my shoe, I put running shoes on there, you know, like Next Percent, Alpha Flight, something. But they never buy them. They never buy them. You might, if I'm lucky, get a pair of underwear socks for £13, which are awesome. The best sock I have ever worn for running in. Runderwear, their socks, top notch. Totally recommend them. Um, okay, Mark's letting us know how his year's gone. Nearly finished a fantastic running year with the highlights being London Marathon 331. Well done, Mark. Great North at 133. Brilliant. And look forward to next year. Gutted to miss Boston by six minutes. Yo, you're getting close. So close, but no cigar. Uh, if you didn't know, Boston this year. Everybody who got a qualifying time has got in. They've not raised the bar and cut people off. If you got your Boston qualifying time, you're in, which is fantastic. So uh, long may it stay like that as I get closer to that Boston qualifying time. Uh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, before we get to that one, right, $50 for the Float Ride Energy 3. Bye, 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 bye. One of the nicest running shoes I use. That is my everyday go-to shoe now. And I think when I checked on Strava, when I checked on the gear, uh, about 250 miles in my uh, Floride Energy 3s. So uh, highly recommend them. Going to have to do a video on the catch-up with those. But uh, if you can get them for $50, mate, get a pair. Um, you can't go wrong with the Fenix. Love mine. Maps are great for exploring while simultaneously listening to a podcast, etc. Great watch. Is it worth £389? Let me know. <laughs> right. 
So Susie has been looking around the house and found that the family have already bought the running shoes by the sounds of things. Santa Claus knows I've been a good girl. So she knows they're on the way. So she probably found them. She probably found them in the basement. Fingers crossed for you, Susie. Let us know what you get in the end. Uh, Susie has the uh, float rides as well. Brilliant type of shoe. Hold on. Kim's been shoe buying as well. I bought the Reebok Energy Plus shoes and run the four shoes to walk around in. They were 65% off. Yeah, um, I've, I've had so many emails over the last few days with discounts and whatever. But Reebok, uh, I think it, last night one came out and it said, um, I think it was 60% off, but enter this code to get another 20% off. I had a look and they did have some float ride Energy 3s. They were £58 and could get another 20% off that. So uh, if they have your shoe in your size, Bargains to be had out there. Uh, Lee paid a fair bit more than £389 for the Phoenix, so he says it's well worth it. So, yeah. Okay, okay. So, totally off track. Been prattling on now for 40 minutes, and I don't think I mentioned anything that I actually came on to say. No, we mentioned about the uh, where I am at the moment. <clears throat> also, to keep yourself safe. That's most important. So, we're coming up. To the end of the year this is the time where we start looking back did we reach our goals did we do what we said we would do and to think about next year's goals so first of all goal setting think about carefully what you want to do with your running and then drill it down to specific areas you can work on so look at me boston qualifying time that's the big one that's the overarching that's but how do we get there? We're not going to get there overnight. We're not going to get there in six months. We might not get in there in two years. But what we need to do is work towards that. So that's going to be my focus. Manchester's coming up in April. 3.42 is my best time. I want to knock another 10 minutes off that. So I've got to work at that. And also with having run Manchester this time, and I know um, other people will comment that if you watch my vlog on it, the first half was fantastic. And then you got into Altrincham. Up, up, up. So I know my weakness <clears throat> is not so much hill running because I do hill running. I run up hills and I do a, a lot of hill work, but it's doing those hills when I'm absolutely knackered. So if, if we had all that incline at the beginning of the marathon, it wouldn't have been an issue. But we, we hit the incline uh, 19, sorry, about 16, 17, 18, 19 miles in. So when you've been running for two and a bit hours, you're absolutely knackered. So getting those hills at that particular time is the problem. So I've got to narrow my goals down now to work on the fine tune it to work on those hills whilst absolutely knackered. So it's no point driving out to go to a hill and then just run up it a few times just to do the hill work. I've got to do 10, 15 miles running before I get there to do the hill work so i'm replicating that when i'm absolutely done in state for it to work better for me so that, that's the type of things i need to be looking at and doing that so looking at those little progress goals towards that big goal so that's what you need to be doing looking back one of the goals my main goal of the year was to go a full year without getting injured Blown out of the water on the 1st of January when I got knocked over by the kid on the scooter, broke the shoulder, blah, 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 two months off. But luckily, no running injuries apart from 
it was an injury I got whilst running, but it wasn't a running injury. But luckily, we've had no knocks, no niggles, no nothing serious. We've taken a couple of rest days, extra rest days, just because something was bubbling up. But we've not had any actual injuries. So in that respect, we'll take it as a win. But we lost two months. And because we lost the two months at the beginning of the year, my goal was to run 1,500 miles this year. I'm just coming up to 1,200 with 31 days to go. So I'm not going to get there. I'm not going to be running 10 miles a day for the month, every day for the month. That's not going to happen. So as long as I get more than 13, is it 13? I think it was about 1,250 last year. As long as I get more than that, I'll be quite happy. So uh, that's how the, the main goals uh, for this year have gone. So very positive from how the running's gone. Obviously, we had a setback at the beginning of the year. So that's goals. Think about your goals for next year. Have you got a goal race? Have you got a goal time? Are you thinking, right, I need to knock off five seconds per kilometre or I need to get a minute, a mile off my fastest time. need to get a new PB. need to go sub 20 on a 5K. Think about these things as your main goals and then look at how you're going to work to actually achieve those goals. Uh, let's just catch up on a few comments before we move on. Sorry, Ev. Kim says it's uh, myself who opened up his eyes on the rebox. Thank you for that. I do appreciate it. Um, Lee, thanks very much indeed, mate. Appreciate you taking the time to be here tonight. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Susie, thank you very much indeed. See you on Sunday. Sorry, sorry. See you on Saturday for your live stream. What's raising I've learned I do have to pay over £100 for a good running shoe. Just have to shop smart with super sales and clearance. Definitely. Now, one of my old school teachers, when I was, a, no, was it to university, one of the lecturers at university did say, if you're going to buy something, buy the best you can afford. Not the most expensive, but the best you can afford. So stay within your budget, but get the best you can within the budget. If you're an everyday runner and you're just going out and running with friends occasionally, the cheaper shoes are fine. But if you're going out specifically to run a race or to go for a specific time, then you do need to be looking at investing in a decent pair of shoes. Thousands to choose from. Everybody's got the favourites. Not opening that debate here. Okie dokie. So, fantastic. I'm just going to look at my notes. Um... Yeah, goal setting. We've caught up. Um, there's one thing I have noticed from watching my own videos since breaking this shoulder. Is, you know, when you're running and you're running form, you backwards and forwards with your arms. That one's fine. But this one's coming like that. Since breaking it, it's coming. So I'm going to have to work on keeping it straight. It's just naturally fallen into that because of the healing process. So I'm running okay. And then, boom, it's a right up with the other. So I need to work on that. That's just something I, I throw out there. Right, looking at the time, 45 minutes. Thank you very much indeed for joining me. If you've got any last minute questions, now would be the time to ask them. Um, but we're going to start the live streams again and we will be getting the emails out to other people. So it won't just be me talking to you, though we will do this occasionally, just to have a catch up on what I've been up to and what have you. But we will be getting some of the guests back on, uh, especially with the running show coming up in January. If you haven't got your tickets, you need to get those. Uh, it's a great day out. Um, 
possibly be there for the whole weekend this year instead of just the Sunday. So that's coming up. Uh, so we're going to be doing some videos around that. We'll get some of the people from the running show uh, on the channel to be talking about that. That said, thank you for all the support with the channel over the last um 18 months now since i've been doing this which is which has been great if you haven't done so already please hit subscribe below uh follow me on facebook tony james running on there follow me on instagram on that camera up there uh just click the the follow button would love to hear from you so that all said what's ray saying here uh really enjoyed my first live stream with you how do you figure your correct oh what do you how do you figure your correct pace for your first marathon You'll know your pace by your training. When you're going out and you're doing your long runs, you'll 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 get that natural rhythm, and you'll get a nice uh, um, feeling with it. Just go out and run at the moment, Ray. Just go out and run. Enjoy your running. Don't worry too much about whoa, I need this pace. You'll as you do your training, as you're doing your running, you'll get a goal time in mind. And once you've got that goal time in mind, you'll be able to work out what your pace should be. And then you'll be able to see, well, I'm running at this pace and I need to be, and it will all come together. Um, I'll tell you what, Ray, drop me an email and we'll have a discussion offline about it. Okay. Right. Mark's going for a whiskey. Happy St. Andrew's Day to the Flying Scotsman. Thank you very much indeed, mate. I appreciate you being here. So that's it. I'm going to wrap this up. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share, and I will see you again. But please, when you're out running, especially in the dark, Keep safe. See you all again soon.